Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. Uh, this is a reversal of what happened last week now. So I'm at home, Richie's in the studio. So the show you're about to hear is me in our like office upstairs looking out the window again. And this is the first time I've sat here and done a show like this for ages. It's taken me back, harked me right back to first and second lockdown. And do you know what I miss? Looking in through other people's big <laughs> windows. Bedroom windows, lounge windows, people have got the big light on with no curtains drawn. It's like Hitchcock's rear window and I'm absolutely loving it. The weird thing is, uh, obviously me here in the studio, um, we are lucky in Soho um, to to look right across into some very, very, very high-end Airbnb apartments. Um, but we never look in. Uh, but then there you are at home and you're loving looking in people's windows but we've got some grade a windows to look in here and we never go over and look i know we're missing a trick i I would urge you listening to this right now have a proper look through strangers windows it's a fantastic (laughs) little portal into their life got the fella across the road with the uh projector he projects all the football onto the far wall of his lounge he's living the dream So welcome to the Hometime Show on a Monday. Uh, You don't need me to tell you that it's nearly Christmas. And uh, when you think Christmas, I would say uh, the things of Christmas, Christmassy things that get the limelight, are the usual suspects. Your sprouts, your Christmas pudding, your turkey, pigs in blankets, after eights, all that kind of thing. A little bit like when you're watching, uh, say, a new thing on BBC, you think, uh, oh, Graham Norton's hosting that as well. Haven't they got anyone else? You know what I mean? Usual suspects. There's one food that gets left out of all the love and adulation that goes into the festive period. And I feel like we need to put that straight. Tonight on the Hometime Show, I'm talking about pate. Pate is the forgotten Christmas treat, isn't it? No, no one ever thinks of pate. You never see pate in any of those Christmas adverts where people are sat around in their Christmas jumpers. Where's the pate? Do you know what I mean? Love a bit of pate. Love a bit of pate. Do you have a particular favourite flavour? I would say pate Lorraine. Pate Lorraine is my favourite type of pate. Slightly lighter looking pate. Makes me feel a bit continental. What's your favourite pate, Richie? Now, is that the same as the, the Ardennes? I mean, they both sound rather Belgian. I don't know. I'm not too sure. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's Bel- Belgique. Who knows? I think Belgium have got the monopoly on on the best types of pâté. But there's so many different types. So many different types of pâté in there. But where where's the people talking about pâté on TV and stuff like that? You don't see it. <laughs> I, I feel like we need to dedicate at some point, maybe not tonight, but at some point in this kind of final week in the run-up to uh, Christmas and New Year on Home Time, what about an hour of the show dedicated completely to pate and our love for pate? Yeah, fair enough. Our boss, Paul, put the kibosh on the whole uh, tip show for the time being, but we'll come back at him for 2022. <laughs> but surely we can get away one hour of programming about pate. What do you think about that? I'm well up for it, and I think, I've think i got a feeling he's clocked off for Christmas as well, so uh, this could be the four days to do it. What's the phrase? Whilst the cat's away, the mice will play. Is that how it goes? Whilst the boss is away, the boys talk pate. Well, sounds even better to me. But, like, no, it's not for everyone. Tom says, I can't do pate, boys. Fundamentally feel that meat shouldn't be spreadable. You need to get with the times, sunshine. It's 2021. So, look, this is this is just a consultation, this bit of the show. Well, this isn't pate hour. We're not, we're not even pretending this is pate hour. It's a consultation. It's a democratic programme here on Home Time. Just let us know, right? Would you be up for an hour of radio on, uh, uh, on pate? And whilst you're at it, what's your favourite type of pate? A confirmation from uh, Andrew, who's tweeted, a confirmation as to how important it is. Andrew says, having smooth Brussels pâté on Melba toast, for starters, this year for Christmas dinner. 
Amazing. Well, that is amazing. It's brilliant to see it as part of the, the Christmas dinner lineup because it doesn't get a look in otherwise. No. Do you know what I mean? Uh, John says, hard agree on this, guys, but if you're going to do it, do it properly. It needs a whole drive time show dedicated to settling the big pate topics of the day once and for all, <laughs> such as smooth or coarse, toast or cracker, butter or no butter. You're literally sitting on a gold mine here. Uh, John says on text, what about bread sauce hour after pate hour? No, 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 no. We're sticking with pate. Uh, we are thinking of dedicating an hour of the home time show specifically to pate. We genuinely feel, hand on heart, it's the Christmas food underdog and doesn't get the credit it deserves. Jamie in Liverpool says, uh, we've had pate for Christmas uh, for a, a few good years now, and if you're going to do it, you need to bag yourself a missus that can make it from scratch. Winner, winner, chicken liver. Uh, Jack would like to know where you stand on Shipham's salmon paste. Oh, that could be part of the conversation. <laughs> Meat in a tube that squeezes out. That's... I used to love that stuff. Something else. Uh, Hannah, your thoughts on this, please, as we consult on pate? It is definitely an all-year-round snack, not just for okay. Christmas. Pate for life, not just for Christmas. Oh, I want a bumper sticker that says that. I want that in the back window of my car when I'm driving around, <laughs> Hannah. And, you know, in terms of your love of pate, uh, what was your favourite type that you guys love in your house? Oh, we're sort of going through all of them at the moment. My other half... Uh, Mikey had discovered a beer and black pudding one. What? Uh, which is quite Whoa. yeah, which is quite special. Um, we've had garlic and black or black garlic and mushroom pate and yeah, there's, there's a whole world of pate to be discovered. I'm finding it very very difficult to move past a beer and black pudding pate, and I think that's probably kept everyone quiet that was wanting us not to talk about pate on the show. Yeah, it's unreal. We had it on Toasted Soda this morning. Brilliant. You guys are living the dream. You clearly have won the lottery because of the diet that you, you have on a daily basis. I'm just presuming <laughs> that. The, the other thing is, it's quite divisive, though, isn't it, Pate? Like, my other half, Katie, is a vegetarian. The thought of me having Pate at Christmas would cause World War Three in this house. So it's a divisive thing as well, isn't it, Pate? Oh, it, it definitely is. Like, we love... I introduced my other half to it when we moved in last year. And he's addicted to it now. Um, but in my, my house over Christmas, it'll be me and my dad and my mum and my brother look at us like we four heads each. But like, no. So. Hannah, look, we're going to go early on this because we've had our minds blown by the beer and black pudding pate. Uh, thanks to Tesco Mobile, club card prices have come to them for Christmas. Uh, you are going to get a brand new phone uh, for Christmas uh, to keep in contact with your loved ones. Seriously? Oh, yes. Yeah. And we don't joke about phones or pate. No, uh, sorry, what? <laughs> hey, you, this is the thing, right, Hannah? You're going to get a brand new snazzy phone so you can keep up to date with all the latest pate news online as well. Brilliant. Christmas made. I'll have to start a pate account on, on Instagram just to celebrate. <laughs> That'd be great. Leah says, and this is the power of this home time show. This this text has made my night. She says, uh, I'm listening to Bush and Richie talk about pate. She puts in brackets, my favourite hangover food, driving home from work. It's made me stop in Tesco's and buy some Brussels pate and black pepper crackers, and I'm now sitting in the car eating them. <laughs> Bang goes my diet before Christmas. I love that. Like you say, the power of the show. Uh, Hannah, how are you going to add to the debate? Uh, well, I was pregnant last year, so I can eat pate um, which was devastating because I love pate so this year I'm going all pate out Wow we're very happy for you excited for you as well do you feel that pate doesn't get the credit it deserves amongst all the brilliant things you think of at Christmas yes like where is it uh, apart from Christmas you never even see it but then obviously come Christmas you've got aisles and aisles of it yeah 
Now, do you know what? I do love pate, and I, and I do try to have it uh, at other times during the year. I'll give you a heads up. If you go to the Arlene supermarket where the ham is, that's where the pate is. But they don't have all the nice ones. They have, like, your normal ones, don't they? But then you haven't got all the special ones that you get at Christmas. Yeah, like the special little mini tins of them and stuff like that. Yeah, and also, exactly, right, yeah. what, what I want to see in terms of um, equality here, and that's what this show's all about tonight, Hannah, it's great to have you on to say your piece on it, but wouldn't it be great if there was an animated pate-based character fronting up one of the supermarket festive period campaigns? What about that? Yes, and they could give out pate, and then I could keep coming in in disguises and just getting free pate. <laughs> Love that. Absolutely love that. Uh, Hannah, you are another person that, thanks to Tesco Mobile and the club card prices that have come to them this this Christmas, you are another person that is going to go away with a brand new mobile phone to keep in contact with your loved ones and call and talk about pate to your heart's desire. That is amazing. I can change all my um, avatars to pate related. Fantastic. Good luck with that. Sometimes in life you're you're given a task, you're given a job to do, and you're like, nah, no thanks, that's that that one's not for me. Uh, but then when it is concerning someone that you love, you've got no option just to do that thing that you absolutely hate doing, and it's only because it's one of those things that you do for love. Bush, I had this, I've had this today. Uh, so a uh, three-year-old Rocco is uh, he's he's got what they 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 get it, don't they? The little gunky eyes every now and then. You look at their eyes and you're like, oh, what's oh. You got, just just gunking up, just just disgusting. So um, went to the chemist, he's got some eye drops. And then you're suddenly yeah. told, right, yeah, for the next couple of weeks, these need to, or the next couple of days or whatever it was, I should have listened properly, um, <laughs> this has got to go in every two to three hours. Two to three hours on a three-year-old for eye drops? You kidding me? Oh, my word. And for you, you're, you have a big problem with eyes in any form, any form of eye stuff you have a problem with. I mean, I mean, yeah, Rocco's coming up four in February. I'm 44 and I would hate having to be given eye drops every two to three hours. So having to do it on a four-year-old, me having to do it to him, it's just, it's right up there with the things you do for love. I wouldn't do it for anyone else. But for, for, for the little man, just got to do it. I remember coming home from hospital with him and, and Natalie having to have injections once a day and I'm having, to, I'm having to give those. As a squeamish man, that's another thing. No, thank you, but you have to. It's the things you do for love. So if, if I needed eye drops, uh, over a course of a couple of weeks, you wouldn't do that for me, but you would do it for Rocco. How would that would that work? Is that how it works, Richie? I'm afraid this is a horrible time to, to break it to you live on air. But you don't cro- quite cross the threshold uh, for things you do for love and me doing it to you. There's a, there's a meatloaf song in there somewhere, but not quite how he intended it. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, so let's let's build the list. The things you do for love, those tasks that you've had to do, where you've really just got you've swallowed it. You're like, oh no, I've got, I've just got to go and do this, but you absolutely hate doing it. But it's, be- it's because because it's for that person that you love. Uh, Audrey says, cutting my family's toenail. Yuck, but necessary. Uh, we are trying no. to list <laughs> We are trying to list uh, those things that you do for love. This is after I've been uh, informed that I've got to do three hourly eye drops for Rocco. I, I cannot tell you how squeamish I am with eyes. What are those things you do for love? Uh, a legendary story in my group of friends from uh, Torquay, hashtag Torbados, back in the day, was something that my friend John's mum had to do for him when we were in sick form. Uh, basically, my friend John had a brace right the way through uh, the fifth year in sick form, or whatever year that is now. They've changed all the year names now, haven't they, at school? Uh, and he swallowed a bit of his brace accidentally mm. when he was playing football. So a bit of brace went down his throat. Uh, and the doctors needed to be sure that the brace had passed through oh, his no. system. 
So his mum had to go through his... Oh, no. You know what, with a fork. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Isn't that awful? I hope they've got a good dishwasher. Well, that's the dad's. It's his dad's. <laughs> uh, 8, 12, 15 for your text, please. List them. The things that you do for love. Uh, I used to have to give our cats their worming tablets, uh, says this text message. Took about an hour. I was clawed half to death by the cats whilst my ex-wife and kids laughed through the conservatory doors. Uh, we are compiling a list of the things that you quite simply do for love. Uh, Dave in London says PCR swabbing the back of your kid's throat when you know one false tonsil tickle will get you covered in you know what. <laughs> wow. Uh, Wayne, uh, what are we going with? I had to go to watch UB40 with my wife a couple of years ago, and I'm a real heavy metal and rock fan. <laughs> so, you know, the worst couple of hours of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, what were you what were you saying during uh, Red Red Wine then, Wayne? How was that going I, I for was, you? I was literally stood at the back. I was watching my phone, just playing games. <laughs> it, was, it was awful. <laughs> I like I like Metallica and the Foo Fighters and stuff like that. So you can imagine. So you you weren't even stood with your wife? No, no. I, she we were, there was a group of us. So I left right. them to it, and I just stood at the back, out of the way, at the bar, drinking beer. <laughs> it was absolutely horrific. Well, the the things you do for love, Wayne, and I tell you what, that act of selflessness, though, has, has won the day for you because club car prices have come to Tesco Mobile this Christmas. Uh, every caller on the show tonight is getting themselves a brand-new phone and contract so you can stay in contact with loved ones and keep up to date with all the UB14 news as it happens. So you've won yourself a phone, my friend. Fantastic. That's superb. Thank you very much. Have a great Christmas. The gig that keeps on paying off. Well done, Wayne. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, Claire says, The things I do for love, children having pets. My son is now nearly 13. He loves chicken. Well, he did when he was seven or eight. So now I have no grass in my back garden because mum and dad have to look after the damn things. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, so many of the things that have come in have obviously been quite grim. This one's nice from Rachel in West Sussex. Things you do for love... Cleaning my son's football boots every weekend for the last six years. If only he was in the Premier League and had someone else to do it for him. To be fair, at least I can spot him playing when they've been cleaned. From a dedicated football mum. It's home time with Bush and Richie. The show that's got a radio station for every decade. And right now, once again, it's time to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. One of you could be bagging yourself 500 quid as we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations sequentially to win and get safely home on the line to play? Uh, we are very hopeful for Russ. Russ, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you guys? We're good, Russ. Good, Russ. Are you, are you uh, making a phone call from work, Russ? Be honest with us. I am on work, yes. So uh, on, on our break, so we're all good. How ready are you for Christmas, Russ? Um, partially. <laughs> <laughs> right, nearly done, nearly done. Uh, and what line of work are you in, Russ? Where are you currently hiding to make the call? I work for the National Lottery. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> cut us in on some of that action. Our 500 quid's peanuts for you, mate. What are you calling us for? Because, because we can't play, we're not allowed. <laughs> Come on, surely there's a, there's a workaround. There's a workaround here. Come on, we can sort this out. Maybe we'll, t- we'll take this off air and see if we can scratch each other's backs. You know what I mean, Russ? 
<laughs> I wish, I wish. Russ, uh, these are the rules uh, to Through the Decade. Seven questions, one from each of our sister stations. Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Naughties, 10s in the present day. Uh, 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven questions correct. Can't pass on a question, and when the time's up, the game ends. Does that make sense? It does, yes. Right. Right then, Russ. The main thing is, you've got to pick a good decade of starting and see if you can work your way all the way back home. What are you going to start with, my friend? I might as well start at the beginning and start with the 60s. 60s it will be. Uh, we're all configured, Russ. Good luck. Thanks Let's go through the decades. Through the decades. 60s. Tommy is a 1969 album by which band? The Who. Correct. 70s in 1975, who founded the company Microsoft? Uh, Bill Gates. Correct. 80s, which English punk rock band released the album Combat Rock in 1982? Uh, the Clash. Correct. Uh, 90s, where was Tony Blair's constituency when he was Prime Minister? Oh, crikey. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, Go on, Russ. Uh, no idea. Fire locations. Name, con- name, name, name some constituencies. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm up north somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, you're getting closer? Um, Lincoln. Uh, no. Uh, uh, Norfolk. No. Oh. Uh, Time is up. It was Sedgefield. Uh, Sedgefield, I wouldn't have got that. You're a loser, and you have lost. Unlucky, man, you were going great guns. Sometimes it's almost like you get too good a start, then it slightly puts you off because you think you're cruising. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's it. I'm politics, I'm useless at, so... The irony is, uh, with getting a question wrong about Tony Blair, you are stuck in the 90s, which was very much his decade. So he's going to be there to haunt you wherever you turn. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, uh, sadly, Russ, as well, it means you're going to be wearing uh, a Joe Bloggs top and bell-bottom jeans for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah, and a bucket hat. I'll have to get that as well. <laughs> Good man. Good uh, man. We play again tomorrow, and if you can't wait until then, uh, you can play Through the Decades on your Amazon smart speaker right now by saying, open the Through the Decades game. Richie with your home time show. And time to meet our eighth Dave of Christmas. Who's this? Uh, this is Dave from Mitcham. Dave from Mitcham. Yes. Great to have you on the show. Dave, are you pumped to be on Absolute Radio right now? Let me hear you. Come on. Oh, yes. Um, what am I meant to say? You what? What am I meant to say now? Wait, Dave, 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 we'll sing with you in a second. You're just making conversation. You're just so, you're just so excited. <laughs> Dave, how excited are you for Christmas? I think I know the answer for that one already. I'm well excited, yeah. My daughter's going to be loving it this Christmas, yeah. It's going to be wicked. It's going to be a nice Christmas for once. Better than last year. Okay, good man. And is there one true? You've been talking a lot about pate on the show this evening. What's your favourite little thing uh, or treat to have over Christmas? Oh, it's got to be pigs in blanket, hasn't it? Oh, I'm not going to find an argument there, Dave. Lovely. It's lovely, isn't it? Uh, Dave, are you still working right up to Christmas or are you, are you knocked off now? No, I'm working. I work, work tomorrow and Wednesday and then that's it. Pack up until the new year. What do you reckon Dave does, Richie, just from the sound of his voice? I think Dave... Um, I was going to say, I think Dave is in the logistics, but I think Dave is in logistics. 
No, you, no, 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 Richie. No, you're wrong there, mate. <laughs> Dave, Dave, I reckon, I reckon you're a jolly butcher. Hands on hips, jolly butcher. Like dishing I out advice like and knows everyone's name. I do like a bit of meat, but no, I'm, uh, I'm actually a, a, a water engineer. I'm a grounds worker. Well, okay. I never. Wow. Well, I never. Still need water over Christmas, so don't knock off just exactly. yet, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, Dave, we're going to have a sing with you. You are the eighth Dave of Christmas, so we're looking forward to this. I think this could be a good one. Okay, excellent. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. <laughs> Dave, Dave, we love your energy. We love your energy, but we just need to run that one more time because it's a little bit too much. So if that was a 10, dial it down to about a 7. Okay, Rick. All right, let's go. Okay. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Day from Mitchell. Day from Surrey. Day from Starbury. Day from Newcastle. David from Essex. Day from Plymouth. Day from Liverpool. And a day in Manchester. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! He's pleased with that one. It's <laughs> a live wire. <laughs> Dave, brilliant to talk to you. It's been a joy. I love you guys. You have an excellent Christmas, yeah? We will for you having too. spoken to you. Excellent. You take care, boys. Love Dave just now. No prizes for being a Dave of Christmas, but there are some amazing prizes uh, to be won right now at absoluteradio.co.uk. Thanks to our friends at Asthma Day. They're the people behind the award winning range of card and board games uh, like Dobble and Catan and Ticket to Ride Europe. Uh, to win amazing games bundle and much, much more, uh, you can head right now to absoluteradio.co.uk. And do you know what, speaking of board games, I'll be playing a board game this evening with a glass of Woodford Reserve because it is, of course, my birthday today. It's my birthday, etc., etc. And do you know it's bittersweet because it's a great time of the year to have a birthday, like when you're growing up and going to cinemas and stuff because it's festive and there's some great movies on. I remember going to watch like Labyrinth and Ghostbusters and stuff when I was a kid. But it's also a curse, December the 20th for a birthday because it's so close to Christmas uh, family and friends, whether you like it or not, uh, with the best will in the world, they do combine birthday and Christmas presents in one. And you know what? I would love to know, just this final hour of home time, right, what people think is the worst birthday to have across the whole year. I would put forward December the 20th. Victoria says, nope, 5th of January is way worse. Fat skin and back to work. <laughs> I'd just like to put on record, despite the fact we've been on air for two hours, I have wished you happy birthday privately. But um, being that you would, we're talking about whether it's the worst uh, date of a birthday, I better just say it publicly, happy birthday. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're, you're a summer birthday person, aren't you, Richie? When's your birthday? I am. 8th of May, which is also VE Day. So I've had birthdays in my life that have also corresponded with uh, big anniversaries of VE Day. So uh, there's been some pretty good street parties and stuff going on. So uh, 8th of, of May has been a pretty good one for it me. Is. Imagine that walking down the street and you've got a flyover from the Red Arrows. You think it's all for you. It's brilliant. <laughs> eight, 8, 12, 15 then. I genuinely would love to hear. If you think you've got a worse birthday than December the 20th, 8, 12, 15, let's have you then. Rachel in Colchester says Easter. Although not every year as it changes, when I was a child, people thought Easter eggs were okay birthday presents. And as a grown-up, when my birthday was on Easter Sunday, it's rubbish because of Jesus everywhere. Uh, Carolyn reckons she can beat you with the 29th of February. Only gets one proper birthday every four years. 
What's what's the what's the, the the rule there then? What do you do? Do you pick another day either side? How how do you work that? Well, surely you'd normally then celebrate on the first of March, I would imagine. But as a trade-off, Caroline is only a quarter of her age than she normally should be. Fair play. <laughs> That's the way I'd look at it. Uh, Claire, yeah. what's the worst? The worst birthday is um, April the first. <laughs> oh, April the first, April Fool's Day. How has that affected your life then? Uh, oh, well, you're teased relentlessly on a daily basis. Um, <laughs> you also have people telling you they've bought you gifts and it's a joke present. Or the worst one is when your granddad tells you your present on the doorstep and it's not. <laughs> oh, my, that's brutal. That is, you need counselling after having oh, that kind yeah. of uh, behaviour for your granddad. <laughs> Claire, this could make things better. It's not an April 1st thing, but it's a Christmas thing. Club car prices have come to Tesco Mobile this Christmas. Every person that we speak to on air, we're given a brand new phone to keep in contact with your loved ones. So, Claire, that's you. You've got a phone thanks to Tesco Mobile. Wow, thank you very much indeed. Happy Christmas. Claire, only kidding. April Fool's. There we go. It's true. It's real. It's real. Matthews is the 1st of January. All celebrations for the countdown, but then everyone's hung over the next day. Places are closed. But then as a trade-off, someone else says 31st of December. As a child, your birthday is celebrated by adults only. You're barred from your own birthday party. It's unbelievable. The implications are huge. Charlotte uh, says January 23rd, worst ever. Often coincides with Blue Monday when everyone gets their credit card bills. Dry January, diets, everyone's skin. Veganuary and Boots gift sets from the January sales as presents. <laughs> back to uh, the uh, looking into people's windows that uh, you are enjoying because of the fact that uh, you're, you're from home, broadcasting from home today. Um, what do you think people would... Do you think there's anyone that looks into yours? Well, do you know what, right? Weirdly, um, we've made friends with the, the couple who live across the road. They live in the first floor flat, which looks into this little office that I'm doing the show from, uh, uh, Colin and Ruby. Uh, and when we ended up, because they've got we've got kids the same age, we were down at the playgrounds and the kids were playing all that kind of stuff. And Colin said that they they were watching me do the show through the window during peak lockdown too. I uh, didn't know what I did, but they just thought I was having some really really energetic uh, Microsoft Teams meetings <laughs> with people. <laughs> Turns out I was doing this show. Who would have thought it? <laughs> 